0: What's happening G's and girls Happy Monday You know what time it is Well you don't really know what time it is But you know what it is And it's that Football G Podcast Sliding on you On a Monday evening You know what doesn't really matter when we make the episode anymore If we can make it better and, and give it a little More time and do it on Monday Then that's even better so, I used to do a Sunday because I was trying to be... You know what's funny? We're trying to be exactly what we're running away from. We're beginning to be exactly what we're running away from. And that's these boring-ass fucking ESPN ana- analytics and former players that talk about, like, the past weekend's games or or highlight games. And like it's, I get it. It's cool because they're former players, so like, you're getting you're getting all the scoop from a former player, whatever. But the th- the thing is, being able to play soccer or football, it doesn't really matter what you call it. Being able to play football doesn't necessarily make make you a good or bad analytic on football. You know what I mean? Just like how some players are good at being coaches. And some are fucking horrible. Like look at Henry; he's amazing. He's one of my favorite players. He was a, one of the best strikers, if not the best striker in the in the Premier League history. But look at him as a coach, man. It's kind of sad to watch, considering I I love him so much. But you know, I hope he 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 can only get better because he's so fucking trash at it. So, um, but yeah, man, I'm not trying to become this ESPN. Motherfuckers you are just kind of I can't stand like more than a minute of those Shows so Even in Spanish like Jorge Ramos He's one that like man Sometimes I'm like what are you really saying Bro I feel like you're not They're so engulfed in that They're players or former players That they're not really trying to Fucking go to the source Of what they're analyzing Man that's what we're trying to do here, man. We're getting to the source, and we're going to switch it up, which is why we're not really going to do it on Sunday anymore. Damn, guys, I'm watching the Liverpool game versus Wolves, and they're all the way at the 107th minute right now of extra time. They only gave seven minutes because someone got injured in the fucking extra time, and they had to give even more. Damn, it's a crazy game. But anyways, guys, yeah, we're gonna switch it up. So, like I said, I always like to bring value to you guys, and we did already have the top picks before, but we're gonna focus on that, man. We're not gonna try to analyze or like go past every game or go through every every big game like we used to. We're just becoming the guys we're running away from. We're just becoming that dude on Instagram that you see on the on those reels that. That your cousin probably sent you a video of on Whatsapp. The fucking black guy that reviews the, the games. He's from like another country. I'm not sure where. He has a giant accent. I'm not even going to do it because it, would, it wouldn't it would do it any justice, man. It's so hilarious. He says like, Tottenham won. Arsenal nil. And he goes to like the next game and it says the score. And it's just like a whole bunch of games and scores. But the action's obviously what makes a video, so that shit's hilarious. I'm not trying to be that guy, man. And it's not like I'm knocking him for his hustle, because he's amazing at at fucking being able to keep track of all these games and scores, like, in order, perfectly. (laughs) But, because God knows, I don't even know what game I'm talking about at a time. But yeah, man, I'm not trying to be that guy. I'm going to give you guys some value back. So, we're going to be reviewing... After careful analysis and breakdown, we're going to be reviewing spreads on games and what the possible outcomes of those spreads would be given in in a situation, you know, where you could possibly place a wager on those spreads. But this is not financial advice, obviously. This is just for educational purposes. Again, man, we review all the games. And on Instagram, by the way, follow us on Instagram. That's where the top pick series are going to be. So that's where you'll be able to find out what the top picks are beforehand for those upcoming games that weekend. You feel me? And then on the podcast, we break it down why we won or why we didn't win on those picks. And all the spreads, guys or negative 300 and above. So we're talking negatives under 300 and above. That means you're always getting a decent ratio back on your initial stake. We don't have to do no parlay risks here and risk all of the picks in one parlay and possibly risking all five of those picks when the spread is good enough where you could do them individually. But again, this is not financial advice. This is just, if anything, for my egotistical benefit. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing, guys. But I love the I love the to, to review performances of teams and, and kind of predict outcomes. So this is it's like a win-win, guys. And if you follow me on the journey, again I don't want you to be that person that's like, oh, come on, man, send me like a message, like, come on, man, I was following all your th- your advice and your and your uh picks and and now i gotta wait till the my next paycheck to pay my my mom the rent of a fucking 300 for my room this week man or this month so don't be that dude just uh you know use this as another another resource or another source to where you could go to for to make any type of decisions you know any legal decisions. So let's kick it off, guys. That was enough rambling there. Let's hit up the the games that we actually did this week. Again, we went four for five the first the first um top picks episode. Right, we had a mock episode, but we literally came in like Saturday night. I didn't even have, like, the spreads. Didn't do any analysis or anything. So that was kind of like a mock. We still hit the the most important one that I just, like, thought of. That would be the best one. But this one, we actually broke it down. We went four for five. We broke even on one, so technically, we only hit three out of the five. Broke even one and lost one. So that's not bad. It's better than going five for five, if anything. Imagine I would have went five for five. And then everyone's like, "Oh my god, dude, hop on this new betting god that he just came out and five for five, man!" And then you guys hop on the next episode, and we goes zero for five. Like, I'm not trying to have that happen. I'm not trying to be a one hit wonder here, guys. You know what time it is? We're football gangsters. So, um, we're gonna head on over to the game that we went to first, and that's Bayern Munich Werder Bremen. That we placed the pick on first. And we... ...we went... ...for over 2.5. And the game was for four goals. Bayern Munich 3, Werder Bremen 1. Of course, man, we got Lewandowski up top. You never bet against the top goal scorer... ...in the best leagues in, in the world, right? That's just silly. So I knew they were a over 2.5 team... ...for at least the rest of the season... Are they gonna make more than two point five goals every single game? No, they'll struggle and only score two, one game. So, but that's literally they'll literally never not score. So, uh, probably gonna keep doing Bayern Munich. We'll we'll see what the lineup is. Obviously, the th- the thing about this guys is. We're doing the topics on Fridays, but the the lineups don't come out till an hour before the game, so it's kind of like uh, at that point you gotta bear with me a little bit. You know, if I could see the lineup before the game, I would have known that. For example, as headed on, on over to the Real Madrid game, I would have known that Rodrigo wasn't wasn't um, starting. And if you listen to the analysis on. On the picks Friday, why I think, you know, we should pick the ones that we went over or why I went with them is that Rodrigo just gives so much more goal to the team. And he didn't score, but he he literally came in here. We'll go over the he literally came in. Fuck, where is he? He came in the 61st minute, and right away, in the 73rd minute, he linked up with, with Benzema. Actually, in the 90th minute, Benzema just scored on his own. He's a goal machine, I told you guys. He might not be the most prolific goal scorer, but he's going to score goals. He's going to give more goals than anybody else on the team. Um, and if he's not scoring, he's gonna he's going to be playing the fucking game anywhere on the pitch. He he could do it well. So Rodrigo came in and it just they enhance each other. You know that link up play, beautiful one touch back f- with the like chest or the shoulder from Rodrigo, perfect setup into the stride of Benzema who could just take one touch and with his second touch rip it with his left bottom post and into the goal. So that's what we were expecting. Uh we couldn't get that until Rodrigo came in, though, pretty much. And, like, I, I, I really hoped that Vinicius was going to be that player, man. And when he came, I was kind of excited. But I slowly realized that he has a lot of potential. But that's the thing about playing for Real Madrid, man. You got you to gotta have, like, that thing from even as a young player. So, yeah, you can develop. But it's going to be more of, like, physical development. Like, are going to learn how to use your body better and things like that. But the game has to kind of be there if you're going to be on Real Madrid, man. And Vinicius is super fast. He's good with the ball. But so is William, you know? He's kind of like William. And Williams can't play for Real Madrid, so... But he could play for, like, Chelsea for a, a good time. And that's not bad. Chelsea's a top club. Uh, But I'm, I don't mean to fucking roast Vinicius here, but... Um, He can't even score against his cousins in the barbecue for the family, guys, and the family-friendly. But it's all good. Um, It's all good, but he couldn't hit the bright side of a, the side of a barn. Uh, it's all good, but he couldn't hit a fucking... <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. Again, without the players, we're nothing. So props to all the players, but we will be roasting in this podcast. For sure. We got to, right? So where are we at? Let's head on over to the... All right, but let's let's really get into this Real Madrid game. Like I said, he scored both the goals, Benzema. So we knew Benzema was going to give the goals. Rodrigo came in late. All right, we're already pretty much. Elche scored like a gay goal. Like a header and a corner kick or something. All right, let's head on over to Dortmund. Oh, and Hazard didn't do shit, really. Because he came in kind of late. I thought they were Hazard. Not only did I think Hazard was going to come in earlier, but I thought Rodrigo was starting. So we could have had those goals earlier. Benzema missed one pretty bad, actually. I even say that he's not the most prolific, but he has goals, and he's going to... So at least the, the analysis that we're making on Fridays is coming through, and that's the important part. After that, guys, it's pretty much his destiny or luck. Or fate, whatever you call it, we can only analyze so far, right? Based on math, based on knowing the game. That's what we're trying to do. So that's what I get out of it, and what you guys get, you know, is a possible knowledge of or tips on knowing what the outcome would be. But that's on you guys to where you where you utilize that. You know, I'm no financial advisor. So we're going to head on over to the Dortmund game. 2-0. Very comfortable little hit for us. I said Hallen was going to score. This is like the first game he doesn't score in the last like 20. So that's fucking miracle. We still win though. Uh, Sorry, excuse me. So we still win Brandon the 54th and then Mokoko to seal it for us. It was kind of already sealed when Hertha got a red card. That really helped us. That was in the 80th, but you know, if it was it was kind of tight, 1-0. So we were like, uh, fuck. And then the 80th, a red card. We're like, all right, we're chilling now. And then Mokoko in the 90th. Now we're like, all right, wrap it up then. Wrap it up then. And we didn't pick any more games on Saturday, man, because we knew with Let it Go, we weren't gonna come through, right? And everyone was betting the house this weekend on Atletico because it's against Hetafe, and Getafe kind of uh, sucking a little bit but nah man we know man we gotta take so many things into account so follow on this journey and you'll know why we didn't go with Atletico Madrid and they tied they could've lost it has to do with their mental state man as a whole like as a team they, they were sorry guys fucking the game ended and now we're watching fucking Caso Cerrado over here but we didn't go with Atletico the because they've been winning a lot of games, man. And then they, they hit a, their first stump. And we had to see how they dealt with that stump. And they didn't deal with it well. They lost, I think, first. And then they tied to Real Madrid. Or they tied to Real Madrid and then lost. Either way, it, it affected them. They already they were already barely winning their games by one like last-minute goals for a couple games. So that was like their thing. And in their head, they're like, all right, we're, g- we're going to just win at the end. So when they stopped winning at the end and they're already struggling to win, it's just not a good... We just don't go with those teams that are going through that because shit like this happens. Now they tied 0-0 against Hetafe. But anyways, let's head on over to the Arsenal game, Tottenham. We said this was going to be a probability outcome, but we had... Best two out of three. Right? That was our odds. So, that's good odds, man. Two out of three. Plus, like I said, Arsenal don't... I mean, uh, Tottenham don't tie. If they're not winning comfortably, they're going for broke. And what the fuck is going for broke? This LaMela goal that this motherfucker scored. A Rabona Meg. (laughs) Did y'all saw that? Through Partey's legs check out the reaction. It's not a live reaction, the app I used to use. Oh, I guess it is isn't live reaction. Hold on, let's get this. <laughs> is that a Rabona? Hell yeah, it is. Through the legs, bitch. Right off the bench. How's it Lamella? And the and the funny part is that's not even his best Rabona goal in his in his career for Tyna. Isn't that hilarious? He scored an even nicer one, and he scored a Meg Rabona. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. So our bet hit, and you know Odegaard. If you guys watched the the other episodes before this one, you know we we appreciate Odegaard in this podcast. Top quality left footed. Player, Um yeah, Odegaard in the forty-fourth to kind of give us a a little. This is this is the thing we made we made a spread that it would be Arsenal or Tottenham to win. Oh, did I even describe? The, all right, my bad, guys. This is the, this is the first one we do for these, so I might have not went over what the spreads were on the first two let's just go over it real quick no big deal Bayern Munich was to be over 2.5 we hit Real Madrid was only Real Madrid to score over two so we could have that cushion if we hit two which we did and we broke even so Dortmund it was for them to win they won uh, so now we're at Arsenal and we we needed Arsenal or Tottenham to win we couldn't tie that's what the pick was and Arsenal won so when Odegaard scored in the 44th minute. I was chilling. Or we were chilling. Because this is a cult, right? We were chilling. um, And then fucking... Lamella... Tied it up. Wait, what? No, Lamella scored first in the 33rd minute, right? Then Odegaard scores. And ties it up. That's the thing, right? So... Tottenham was up... And that's where I was worried, cause Tottenham were playing horrible, and then Song got injured. So I didn't want, obviously, we didn't want that tie. So Arsenal were playing better. So when Odegaard tied it up, I was like, all right, this is this is perfect. I didn't even want Tottenham to score like the second one, and for Tottenham to just win, just so we could hit, because I knew that it would make it way too tight, cause they probably weren't gonna score a second one. So when Odegaard tied it up, I was like, even though we were losing at that point, the pick, I was happy because it was Arsenal. And Arsenal were looking like a much better team. And they got the penalty in the 64th. To me, it wasn't a PK. I don't know what EPL are doing with their VAR, but whatever. We hit. Arsenal should have scored uh, some other chances. But we hit that one. Now let's head on over to the only one that we lost. And the good thing about this cell is it, it literally was going down play-by-play, play, how I explained it in the top picks on Friday. But we just we just had one party that wasn't at, at the game today, and that was Milan, man. So Napoli did their part, exactly what I said. I said Napoli would go up first, and then Milan would have to tie it up because Napoli is just so, so weak in the back, or they can concede so easily. Or they just blow their leads. Um, They didn't do it this time. I could have, like I said, you could have just went for Napoli to win, but Napoli blow way too many leads and concede way too many goals. So it was actually a miracle that they didn't concede um, on Sunday. Milan was was um, bombarding their ranch. If If you translate that in Spanish, you know what it is. If you know, you know. Um, they were bombarding their ranch, and, and and Napoli were just getting lucky, basically. Milan just couldn't capitalize. Super casual, by the way. If you guys follow me on Twitter, I kind of, like, comment on the games live and, like, talk shit a little bit. Or if, like, we hit, I'll be like, oh, one goal, one goal, one goal down, one goal to go, or some just some quick shit. That's what Twitter's for. But our main thing is really really IG that's where you'll get the picks and everything so Milan were just so casual up in the final third man just trying to go like for upper 90 or just shooting like at the just these shots with no conviction man casual as fuck they didn't want to even felt like they were they didn't even want to win that game and we didn't have Ibrahimovic so man, maybe that was like a sign and not go for for maybe to just go for the Napoli win. But you know, it, it it played out how the how we analyzed it, so I'm not too too upset at that one. We're one goal away from breaking even. But but you know, we learn from things like that. And I kinda I kinda learned something from that game. That even with one team's playing bad, like Napoli, not everybody's going to be able to score on them, right? And if Milan are just fucking taking casual little chances, and they have no real presence up top that's going to do anything, like, it was ridiculous, guys. They had so many chances. Let's look at the stats. Let's look at the stats. All right. They had the same exact chances as, as Napoli. 12 chances created on goal. 13 shots on goal. Not one goal. That fucking sucks. You know what the ratio of that is? 15 chance shots and you didn't get one. <laughs> That's straight, dude. Um, but you know that we, an- we analyzed it well um all right let me be let me be accurate so it's 15 shots but five were at goal and seven were were close or out of goal and then one was blocked but Napoli had very similar very similar ones so we could have had goals from either team right they both had 15 shots on goal. And then both had 12 opportunities created. So they were just both lacking, man. They were both actually very casual, but Mm -hmm. Napoli kind of picked it up for the goal they needed. And once they got that goal, they weren't really going to worry about it anymore after that. They kept being casual. And that was was a super fucking casual game after that. You know, like when when it's building up and you're like, oh my God, there's going to be a nice counterattack. And then they do something that you say like oh no that's just fucked up the whole play it's super casual and then it, it, it plays out and nothing happens and you're like yeah because you did that well that's what kept happening in the whole game so was kind of upset with that pick but like i said we learned from that and until next time guys this is free game by the way it's not your guy from twitter that's that's fucking has a vip account Apart from like his normal account. And then you got to subscribe to his PayPal for his VIP account. And he has picks from like the Bulgarian league that you don't know shit about. It's just like, oh, every weekend they score all these goals. So this must like nah, guys, we're just we're analyzing the top leagues because it's actually harder with the top leagues. That's why the guys go with Bulgarian leagues because they're just doing like some corner kick bullshit. Nah, we're really analyzing it here. And football is hard to predict, man. You never know what's gonna happen. the The worst team can beat the the best team on a good day, or a bad day for for us. But a good day for the the small guys. But yeah, guys. Again, either way, is not financial advice. We're just we're just educating, right? If You can learn about football, and if this is kind of like an exciting way to learn about it. And get into it. I like to fucking talk about it. I like to see it come to fruition. So stick stick with us, man. We're a fucking cult. We're going to all win together. And you know, if you see your boy on, on Barstool Sports taking over the the soccer portion, then, pff, then they'll say in the fucking articles that that was my goal the whole time. But was it? Who knows? Stay tuned to the next episode of Football G. (laughs) I tried to do the Dragon Ball uh, fucking thing, and it didn't work out, guys. So I'll see you next time. Hopefully you go five for five next time. I'll try to do more picks, but I strictly go for the, the ones that'll hit. So if anything, just so you guys have more value, I'll try to do picks in the week, too, and maybe set those up for Monday. And then for those picks, and we review them Friday, and then Friday we'll do the picks on Instagram, and we'll review them Sunday. So it's twenty four seven, guys. We don't sleep here, man. I'm working for y'all, so fucking hit that follow button on Podbean. Uh, tell your friends about it. Check it out. We're on Apple iTunes Podcasts, uh, Amazon Podcasts. Tune in, and they're with um. There with somebody else, who's gonna know that it's tune in, but they're with like WhatsApp, and I guess that reaches like Spanish people, but or like South America. But um, yeah, guys, fucking, if you guys got friends that are that are cool and down with those those type of spread odds, then let them know, man. Let them know that there's some guy breaking it the fuck down, not just telling you what to pick on on Twitter, and then. Being like, oh, my bad, guys. We'll get them in the next one in another tweet. We'll like some emojis right after it. Nah, man. Breaking it down. See you guys next week.